This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. I appreciate you tuning in this morning. My name is Mike Flick. I'm the pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Potchefstroom. And I'd like to preach to you for a few minutes out of 2 Kings chapter number 13. And we're going to read a story where the prophet Elisha is having an encounter with the king of Israel, Joash. And from this story, I'd like to preach to you about making a half-hearted effort for God. You can just call this sermon half-hearted. In 2 Kings chapter 13, beginning at verse number 14, the Bible says, Now Elisha was fallen sick of his sickness whereof he died. And Joash, the king of Israel, came down unto him and wept over his face and said, O my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Verse number 15, And Elisha said unto him, Take bow and arrows. And he took unto him bow and arrows. And he said to the king of Israel, Put thine hand upon the bow. And he put his hand upon it. And Elisha put his hands upon the king's hands. And he said, Open the window eastward. And he opened it. Then Elisha said, Shoot. And he shot. And then Elisha says this, The arrow of the Lord's deliverance, and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek, till thou have consumed them. As we've read these verses, I, I hope you picked up on the fact that Elisha, this man of God, was trying to teach King Joash a lesson. He was guiding him step by step, take the bow and arrows, put your hand here, and then Elisha put his hand on the king's hand. This is exactly what your pastor is to provide for you. He is to provide some guidance for how to live, how to find deliverance, how to find victory over sin. But listen, you have to follow that man's example. You have to follow that man's instruction. You need to find a man of God, a pastor that will say, come here and follow me as I follow Christ. Let me set an example. Your pastor is not perfect. He's a man. But he should be an example to the believer. The man of God should put his hands on yours and say, let me teach you how to find victory. You know, a lot of people never find victory. They never accomplish much for God. They, they never live up to their full potential spiritually because they have forsaken the biblical setup of the local church. God provides a man in your life as a leader. Let him put his hands on your hands and say, I'll show you how to find victory, deliverance. Now, back to our story in 2 Kings chapter 13. Let me remind you in verse 17 what Elisha has just said to this king. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance, right? He just shot the arrow. And now Elisha is telling the king, this is what I want you to learn the arrow of the Lord's deliverance and the arrow of deliverance from Syria. I'm at the end of verse 17. It says, For thou shalt smite the Syrians in Aphek till thou have consumed them. He says, You're going to smite them. The next thing he says in verse 18, and he said, Take the arrows. Right now, here's the pastor. Here's the prophet. 
trying to give more instruction to the king. Take the arrows. And he took them. And he said unto the king of Israel, smite upon the ground. And he smote thrice. That is, he, he smote it three times and stayed. So King Joash, bam, wham, wham. He hit the ground three times. Verse 19, and the man of God was wroth with him. He was upset and said, thou shouldest have smitten five or six times. Then hadst thou smitten Syria till thou hadst consumed it. Whereas now thou shalt smite Syria, but thrice. He said, you're only going to get the amount of victory corresponding to the amount of times you hit the ground. And he did. That's exactly what you see at the end of the chapter. Three times it says, did Joash beat him, the king of Syria, and recovered the cities of Israel. Elisha has just said, here's where you're going to find victory. With this arrow, you're going to smite the Syrians. And then he says, all right, now smite the ground. Friend, when Jesus Christ died on that cross, he not only provided eternal deliverance, that is, you are saved from the penalty of sin. You never have to go to hell. You're never going to see the lake of fire. The second death has no power on you. But there's more to it than just that. We're not only saved from the penalty of sin, we can also be saved from the power of sin. On a daily basis, you can find victory over these Syrians in your life, the things that are holding you back. Now, this great news has been given to the king, and the king responds in a half-hearted way. Elisha says, you should have hit the ground five or six times, but Joash only hit the ground three times. Friend, that's half-hearted. Half-hearted. And it's a shame a number of believers today, professing believers, rather than zealously serving the Lord, they, they go about serving and worshiping Christ, learning about God and the Bible. They give such a half-hearted effort. They asked Jesus one time, what's the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus had the perfect response. He said, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Number one, the greatest commandment, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. And the second is like unto it, love your neighbor as yourself. The great commandment was love. There's first a vertical love and then a horizontal love. What did he say? Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, strength. With everything you got. In Ecclesiastes 9, it says, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. Give it your all. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 9, They that run in a race, run all. So run that you may obtain. Give it your best effort. Friend, can you honestly say that you have gone about reading your Bible, studying your Bible 100%? Have you given a full effort? I mean... God has given you this great source of victory over sin. David said, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Here is something that God has given us, this wonderful tool, this sword of the Spirit that we can fight our spiritual battles with. We, we grab it in our hand, and rather than go full speed ahead, let's learn this Bible, we give a half-hearted effort. 
Can you honestly say that when you get down to pray, friend, that you pray fervently? The Bible says in James, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. You say, when I pray, I just don't see much happening. Could it be that you're making a half-hearted effort in your prayer closet? Maybe you don't get much out of it because you don't put much into it. Friend, do you, when it comes to going to church, and not just going, but being at church, participating in church, it's one thing to sit there. It's another thing to be engaged in that church service. Are you 100% there or are you half in, half out? How often do you make it to the church service? Listen, you should be there every time the doors are open, but I have found it to be extremely rare, the person that will be at church every available moment. I'm not talking about things beyond your control, but every time the doors are open, Every time the, the church has organized something that will help you grow and find victory and get closer to Christ and make yourself a better minister to others, you ought to take advantage of that. The Bible says not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. You ought to take hold of this arrow, this local church that teaches you the Bible, gives you an opportunity to pray with others. Grab hold of these things. Grab hold of the promises of God. These arrows are pointing you in the direction of Christ where you're going to find deliverance. You're going to find the help you need. Joash, maybe he would have felt a little bit silly smiting the ground six times. And, and maybe if you were to get as passionate about the things of God as you should be, yes, you would stick out. And it might be a bit strange. And maybe no one else sitting near you in church would be as excited as you. Maybe no one else in your family would understand why you're so gung-ho, over-the-top, passionate, zealous for Christ. Yes, maybe that would be a bit odd, but it would be very right. It would be you not being half-hearted, but wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly serving the Lord. You know, we read in the book of Revelation, Jesus talking to the church of the Laodiceans. He says, I would that you were cold or hot, but because you're lukewarm, I'll spew thee out of my mouth. Jesus says, listen, pick a side and get on that side. Get in or get out. Say, why would he want you to get out? Because if you get out, now you know you're out and you know you need to repent. Get all the way in. Get hot. Yes, that is, that's what God wants. But if you're, if you're going to get halfway out, that's, that's the worst place to be because now you're not sure, do you need repentance? Are you doing enough? And people get comfortable right there in the middle. That's the danger of being half-hearted. Well, at least I won some victories. Yes, but is that all you tried for? Beat the ground five, six times. Try to get all the victories that are there for you. Don't be satisfied with knowing Jesus just a little. Friend, he is too great for you to be half-hearted. Friend, if you'd like to know more about grabbing hold of these promises of God and serving the Lord, knowing God fervently, passionately, deeply, please feel free to look us up on the internet, bbcpotch.com, or you can follow us on our YouTube page, 
Bible Baptist Potch. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.